second week of Advent, Friday, December 10, Amos chapter 8, verses 4 through 12. Hear this, you that trample on the needy, and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will make the ephah small and the shekel great, and practice deceit with false balances, buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, Surely I will never forget any of their deeds. Shall not the land tremble on this account, and everyone mourn who lives in it? and all of it rise like the Nile and be tossed about and sink again, like the Nile of Egypt? On that day, says the Lord God, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring sackcloth on all loins and baldness on every head. I will make it like the morning for an only sun, and the end of it like a bitter day. The time is surely coming, says the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. Warnings function to move us in a different direction. For example, if you're out walking on a trail through nature and you decide to veer off to follow an animal trail, if you suddenly come upon a sign that's tacked to a tree as you're walking down that animal trail that says no trespass, that's a sign that's warning you not to go any further. It's a sign that you've come upon somebody else's property and the warning is that you would be trespassing onto their private property if you went any further. Warnings function to move us in a different direction. And this passage in, in Amos is another warning from Amos. God does not like it when people take advantage of others. And so he issues this warning to the people of Israel so that they would hear it. This was a common problem among the elite in Israel. They could not wait for their religious ceremonies to finish so that they could get back to doing what they did best, serving themselves at others' expense. We see that in verses 5-6 through six of this passage, that what's happening is the people are ready to trample on the needy, they're ready to ruin the poor of the land, they can't wait for the new moon ceremony to be over so that they can sell grain. They can't wait for the Sabbath to finish so that they can offer wheat for sale. And they, they talk about how cavalier they are in taking advantage of people. They buy the poor for silver. They buy the needy for a pair of sandals. They sell the sweepings of the wheat. These are some of the concessions that should have been made according to the law for the poor people to be able to have a chance and yet the elites and the wealthy were taking advantage of them and making it so hard for them to live just an everyday life that they, that they cried out to God and God heard and warned his people. 
And so God promises judgment upon them. He says those days are coming in verses 7 through 12. And we've talked a lot in these devotionals about what's meant by those days that are coming or in those days. That God is making a promise about a future that's going to come. Where God himself is going to do things to bring a right order back among his people. And so on that day, the Lord God says in verse 9, he's going to do some miraculous things. He's going to make it obvious that he's the one who's acting. He's going to turn their feasts in the, in the morning. He's going to turn their songs into lamenting. He's going to reverse it for them. So where they thought that they were living in a good way, God's going to make it very, very bad for them. And then he says he's going to send a famine upon them. Not a famine of food and a lack of water, which probably wouldn't affect these wealthy and elite people like it would the poor people. They probably had reserves built up. Instead, he's going to send a famine of hearing the words of God. They're going to look all over to find the presence of God, but they're not going to find it because God has promised judgment upon them for taking advantage of others. I know most of us listening to this would probably identify more with the poor people than with the wealthy and the elites, but I, I still want us to think about, just for a minute, how we might struggle with looking down on, on others. It seems like no matter what our station in life is, there's always somebody that's around us that we look down upon, or at least have the opportunity to look down upon. If we find ourselves being one of the elites, we probably look down on those who have a lesser station than we do. But also, if we find ourselves being in that category of being the poor or the needy, many times the struggle for us is to not look with disdain upon those who seem to have it better off than we do. So my question for you as we round out this devotional is, how is God calling you to grow? In what ways is God calling you to grow? And how is God calling you or leading you to look more fairly at all people? Thank you again for listening. Please subscribe to and rate this podcast in your favorite podcast app. Take advantage of the Spotify playlist I've created to accompany this podcast, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. And if you'd like to discuss this podcast with others in a faith circle, you can find a link to a Google form in the show notes that if you fill it out, I'll be in touch and help you get started on creating a faith circle to help you discuss this with others. Thanks again.